0: And now, detailing success and PNS Double Black present the Rennie Doyle Podcast, a podcast for blue collar entrepreneurs, hosted by the detailer of Air Force One and founder of both Detailing Success and the Detail Mafia, Rennie Doyle. All right, hey, welcome to PNS uh, SEMA 2022 uh, Wednesday. Hey, we're going to we're having a party tonight. Anybody know about that? About we're having the industry's having a party tonight. And so if you want more information, let us know. But what we're going to talk about today uh, is, is coatings uh, and offering coatings is add-on services and a kind of a, a new way of looking at coatings. And so our panel today is all shop owners and uh, they're very active shop owners, uh, different parts of the country. So we're going to go through and ask them some questions and see if we can't kind of get a new way of thinking maybe out there. And then also uh, some successful ways of thinking because these gentlemen uh, have been in the trenches and doing a great job. So with that, we'll start to my right. We'll introduce yourself, your name, your shop, where you're out of. Uh, Josh Pierce, Iowa City, Iowa, Carousel Auto Appearance. And then, guys, as you talk, I learned this from, I can't remember who I learned this from. Set it it right on your chin when you talk, right on your chin. You set it right up there, and you'll be nice and loud, and uh, you have no problem being loud. All right, introduce yourself.
1: What's up, guys? I'm Tucker Matheson with Revive Auto Detailing. We're based out of New Hampshire.
0: Uh, Rick
2: Walling, Ultimate Auto Detail, and we're out of Salem, Oregon.
3: Touch
0: that chin, man.
3: Touch that, that chin. chin. Right. Justin Lobato, JL Showroom Auto Salon, Melbourne, Florida.
0: Right on. So, hey, let's jump right into this. So, you know, we've been we've been kind of the economy. You know, I think we're hearing that almost every, every uh, hour of the day is on the news, wherever you read. We're witnessing shortages, all these different things, but we're starting to see things cool. The automotive market, especially in collector cars, some collector cars, is starting to change a little bit. Ordinary daily drivers that are nice are starting to change a little bit. Uh, We're starting to see some job restrictions coming through, inflations out of all these different things. But with that said, detailing is going into a, a challenging time that we've got some tools we didn't have in the last slowdown. We had coatings but nobody knew about them. And so with that being said, we've been kind of training people to rethink how they think coatings. And we've put it into where we don't talk about coatings for lasting years. We talk about coatings lasting for washes or we talk about coatings lasting for seasons. And so we've been really promoting our our current students to kind of get more into the seasonal coating market. So even if a car has been coated Let's say you did it last year is you bring them back in and you put a winter coating on what's that mean? Something that's real chemical resistant. That's going to hold up to it. That tops it over the top of that. During the summer, maybe a lighter coating that's going to give depth and and, and have a nice experience, a wash experience. So with that being said, what do you think some of the benefits or some of the struggles are with that mentality? Justin, we'll start on your way and work our way across.
3: Um, well, you know, ceramic coating changed the game for detailers, revenue, um, lifestyles. They did a lot for the industry. They put guys that were doing five figures to six figures, six figures to seven figures. It really changed the game. And there's a lot of different options. And the way I see it's not what's on the bottle as much as what's in the bottle, the, the the recipe, right? You know what I mean? And it's like going to a, it's like going to a pizza place. You know, everybody has a great pie that they claim is the world's best pie, but we know when it comes down to it, it's the sauce that makes the difference, right? And that's what happens (laughs) when it comes down. Not that you're I'm just saying. So with that as an analogy, it's the same thing what's in the bottle. What's the chemistry? What's the recipe of that chemistry? What does it truly deliver on based on what they market on? You know, because there are some outlandish marketing, rock chip, orange peel. There's some crap out there that is just so misleading to the end user consumer, along with the new detailer that's being misled. So I think it's a matter of dialing in exactly what that formula is going to do and execute. And then also, you know, educating the customer on the maintenance value to help keep that value up in its performance and how it's going to do that. So whether it is a seasonal approach and that's based on the market, right, is that if that's what sells. Great. Or if you get the eight years out of it, then you sell a seasonal maintenance or an annual maintenance to help promote those characteristics to continue to last. Yeah, A couple of points to
0: that is to nail off that is there's definitely a market for the most hardy coatings out there. But on, an illustration of this is there's not many coating manufacturers in reality. And one of the manufacturers is telling me, I won't, I'll, I'll leave them nameless, but a coating manufacturer they're selling to they, that they build a product for is selling it at their coating As the easiest lifetime coating to apply, and the company that builds it for them, that's their one-year coating. And so, there's a lot of snake oil. There's good coatings being poorly represented, and and it's really it's 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 going to affect the buyers more than anything, you know. And it's going to come back on us. So, great points. There are markets out there that are going to be top dollar, but there's markets that aren't.
3: But do you want a lifetime coding or a lifetime customer is the question.
0: Oh, man. That's yeah. golden right there. Did you guys hear that? Do you want a lifetime coding or a lifetime customer? I mean, I gotta, I'm got. i going to take notes out after that. That's going in the notebook. Man. It's that, subject
3: that, area. Is, I'm sorry. Oh, I, man. Could, I could ride on this all yeah, day long. That, this is my is, baby.
0: That is awesome. All right. Um, well, I
2: would have to say, going off of just what uh, Justin said there a little bit about it's only important what's in the bottle knowing what it is, i think it's also important to know your product um Jim. just pick the one that you know and figure out everything about it that way you can sell it much more effectively at least that's what works for me um i well, we're at pns i use a ton of pns products i'm super familiar with them so i can really give my customers a lot of solid information because i use these products every day we see how they work we know when they come back in so you having the knowledge of that specific product instead of, you know, trying everything out there. Yeah. It's good to try a lot of new stuff. You want to do that, but don't, don't get caught up in that, in that rat race of trying everything out there, find one that works good for you. Learn about it, make sure they've got a good support team and you know, that's what works for what works for us. And then as far as the seasonal, you know, depending on where you're at, we like to, we're really close to some popular skiing areas. And so, man, we really start to push, hey, it's ski season, time to really get, you know, you're driving up where there's snow on the roads, and they're using all the, where they're using salt or this or that. Man, you really need that coating to protect that vehicle. And that's what you've got to really push on your customers. So as far as seasonal, that's kind of the way we try to push it is the skiers and people that do that stuff in the
0: off season. Now, that's brilliant. And you know, you bring up another topic is getting familiar with what the coatings you're installing are actually capable of doing and that's going to take you having it on your own cars or cars that you have uh, a lot of contact with and so that's a really great point so all right young man
1: i just to piggyback you know on. i
0: got to tell you though before uh, here we, start, we go here we go you know this i don't know <laughs> what i don't know what's more attractive about you Is that, that you know the sunglasses being on or the damn mustache you know i mean well i
1: just got sensitive eyes this is not for aesthetics yeah <laughs> yeah good, there you go. That's just a bonus.
0: <laughs> so what now, okay, so now opposite side, I mean, we got, this is what's cool. Florida in the house, Oregon in the house. Now we got the Northeast in the house. We got the Midwest. So this is going to be a, a, a an interesting panel. So what's, what's your take on this? Yeah.
1: So piggybacking off what Rick just said about winter coatings, uh, we get a lot of snow up where we are. So putting a coating on before winter is a great upsell for the customer. We've already done their main coating. Bring them in for a wash clay coat topper on that main coating. It's going to work really well over the winter, and then it comes in summertime. We can just do a basic maintenance wash, top it with some bead maker. looks great for the summer when we're not going to be hammering on the car with all the salt and road debris. So it stays looking good all year long, and we can get that customer coming back in every six months and make sure their coating is living up to what it's supposed to be doing. So that's worked really well for us. That's cool. That's great input. I got nothing to add,
4: <laughs> you all guys that covered at
0: all. I mean, that's what we do, Midwest. That's cool. Okay, so next question, we're going to go right in there. Economy's changing. Okay, first off, is it affected? Are you seeing it? I'm just going to go down the line. You feeling it? Feeling it in your market yet?
4: Yes and no. Um, our dealership end of things is strong as ever. Uh, retail's a little bit sluggish. Sluggish. Um, our big tickets are still there. It's just the, uh, you know. The lower end retail stuff is what we're kind of there. You go slowing down on.
1: We may be a bit of an outlier. We're seeing a lot of uptick in in coding's correction work where we are, but we're in a really niche community in our in our state where most of the population is affluent. You get too far outside of that, and you start seeing the the economy really take effect.
2: There you go, Rick. Uh, yeah, we're definitely seeing a, a slowdown. You know, at work, we we've definitely noticed that here. Probably the last thirty days, it's really took a drop, and and I kind of think uh, you know, mommy, your years in business, I've been doing this 30 years. I think what it is is we're kind of running into a perfect storm because we have the time of year, which slows things down a little bit. Uh, we've got the election coming up, yeah. which that always, people don't realize it, but when you're in business for a long time, you realize that election years or it's election weird. times it tend weird. to, people are like, they're unsure and they right. might not want to spend money and that. Yeah, and so, time. you know, you run into that situation too. Um, so we are kind of a, a little bit in that area right now we are with the inflation also. so you, there's three things I think kind of playing against this right now in the in the detail industry and the coding industry because those higher ticket items but um, depending on your customer base, um, you know they can kind of slowly go away and that's actually where, the express coatings and stuff come in. That's been working for us really well.
0: That's good. Is, well, is selling those quick we'll, coatings. We'll jump into instead, that one so. here next. So Justin?
3: Uh, to me, it's about the language that you speak to the customer base. So it's not, no, it's not so much the economic decline. It's a matter of what you've marketed towards. What is So like, for example, I market towards the business owner, not towards the employees of the business owner. Gotcha. I want the infinite money the guy with the deeper pockets that have multiple vehicles and I want to speak the language to them and their community. So I continue to get that. So when the economy takes a crap, they're still spending. Gotcha. They're still buying new vehicles. They're the ones keeping the dealerships open.
0: A- absolutely. Because at some even, even if the, when you get to a certain level uh, of, of wealth, e- even not like rich w- wealth, I'm just talking wealth, there are certain things you're not going to go Without and a, and a decent car is one of them. Well, might not be buying the Porsche 911, yeah,
3: but you're gonna have a nice ride. Well, and I, the way I see that is I speak, I like to, to market to new money. You'll have old money, old money is great with retention, right? That's, that's your retention money, but new money is the new customer. And let's face it, detailing is detailing, it's a luxury service. They're gonna come, they're gonna go. Some are gonna right. be lifelong customers, some are gonna be one year customers. But the more new money you accumulate, the more of those bigger tickets you could also accumulate, the more you could fill your schedule.
0: So now we're going to ask the next question, it kind of goes wonder what Rick was talking about. We're going to actually, we're going to, we're going to stack this. We're going to go to the middle and they go out to the ends. Is that uh, you guys have been in business for a while. Um, you know, your dad and you have been in business. You're young, but you've been around. So what are, even if things haven't slowed down in your mind, are there services that are going to stay attractive to people across a broader band when it comes to coatings? Is there something that you're offering right now that you feel secure, that's just not gonna be affected by it? Rick? Uh, Kind
2: of what I just mentioned a little bit ago is the express coatings because they're a much lower price point and they're a super easy add on. If somebody's already doing a detail and they might not think they're in the market for a coating but with some of these easier to use really quickly applied coatings, you can sell them for a really attractive price point. And that's really works for us and then, of course, when you're doing an express job like that or something, you know, glass, glass coatings, you know, add those, those little add-ons. You so you get, your, you get like them that. in with a low price point you bump them up a little bit with a nice low coating price point. Yep. And then you start adding the glass and you know maybe some wheel faces and, yeah, and that other kind of stuff. Maybe even interior coating, hey, it's winter time. You know, you're know you gonna be dirty getting in and out of the car. So those little things adding on is what go. that really adds up for us big time if you do it time and time again.
0: Okay, so you're in a flu market, but is your mind already, are you kind of planning out, okay, thanks, slow down. This is what we're gonna kind of do or already doing.
1: Yeah, so we're pretty used to that just every winter. We know our market's going to slow down, so we have been pretty good at um, making sure we're taken care of through the slow season, whether that's six months over the winter or the next year or two as the economy starts to slow down. What we've really doubled down on is, one, is wholesale coatings, so hitting up the dealerships because they're using these coatings that that aren't really coatings. They're those spray waxes. They're selling it to the customer for pretty much what we're going to do a coating for anyways, so getting in touch with those dealerships, being our wholesale guy, we get a brand new car in, wash, clay coat. We've got a couple of years of protection on that. They can sell it at a premium, and we don't even have to be customer facing at that point. So it takes a lot of labor out of our side.
0: I like that. Good, good input.
4: Yeah, I mean, we're we're with Tucker. We're dealership coatings. As we do a ton of them. Um, the wash, clay coat was soul. We're really hammering that out. So I mean,
3: that's you know four or five hundred bucks pop.
0: Yeah, that works, Justin.
3: So my approach, I believe, is is, I don't want to say it's foolproof, but it allows me to basically tailor the services based on the customer's wants and needs. So I I offer different categories, different levels based on longevity. So to your point, it also allows me to take those categories and also play with different products. So if I want to make something more relevant in that category, if it's a two-year product, I could come to the table with the most relevant chemistry. And that other stuff I was using for past two years, it doesn't hurt the customer because now I'm replacing it with something better. But the point to that is that, it's all about if I get the one-year coding at four hundred dollars, and I get ten of those customers, it's great during the a recession or downside. And then every so often, I'll be able to fish out a good fifteen hundred-dollar coding or twenty-five hundred-dollar coding. But the point to that is having those options to continue to feed the beast, fill the schedule. And once the schedule's filled with no matter what level of coding structure that is, the schedule's filled. The money's there.
0: I like it. So you know, this is um, this is going to be a tricky question. Is really and Josh I'm going to start with you this time. Is what's selling in your market? What's the price points, the ranges? What do you sell the most of? What's kind of the top end ticket that you're 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 getting in your shop on a on a regular or semi-regular? And then what's kind of the lower end?
4: Um, uh, so the wash clay sole. I mean, we're selling, you know, 10 to 15 a week. Um 10 to 15 a week. What's the yeah, price point on that? Four to five hundred dollars depending on Holy the car.
0: Smokes. Um, That's no you know, paint correction. That's nope. just. Nope. It's but it's on the appropriate car. I can see yeah. the detailers yeah. right now. Yeah. Is that? Okay, mean, I'm gonna own this. I owned it yesterday. A year ago, I got my truck that I built up a pretty pretty amazing overland vehicle. Right, I didn't have time to correct it, um, and I really didn't want to correct it because it's it's, it's an off road vehicle. It's going out in the desert and the mountains all the time. I immediately brought it home, washed it, decontaminated it, clayed it, and coated it, and it looks. Amazing, and I've got to, it's easier to deal with. Soul, what we're talking about now is our 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 coating. Is we did the same thing. My wife just bought a vehicle. Again, I'm here. I'm not going to have time to to coat it, washed it, decontaminated it, clayed it, and and put soul on it. And so that's how long does it take your guys to do that?
4: Uh, we're about two hours.
0: That's cool. Um,
4: and you know what that you know on, like our customer car, you get them back in the next year, do it again, or they bump up. To your next tier coating
0: gotcha so what's the high-end coatings that you're you're dealing
4: we do about 15 to two thousand for our legend gotcha. you know that's you know the appropriate paint correction um you know if they want perfection it's going
0: to be more there you. got it got it okay we're going to go over to the end this time justin yours
3: uh i would say the most common and and most profitable service is a one step with a three-year coating because it's a happy medium in my market it allows it's basically, spot. it's that sweet spot. It keeps them right in that range that's affordable and and, and, and budget friendly, but it also allows them to manipulate whether they want to go up or down because once we get to that point where they want to be where it's the enhancement of their paint, whether that be one step or multiple steps, then they get to choose where they want to be on the range from that one year all the way up. So it allows them to manipulate their own budget, but that three year ends up being the sweet spot. And then I do have another service that I call what's called a restoring seal. So it's kind of similar to, the wash clay and seal of approach, but with that, you know, when we talk about a true decontamination, right? right. We're also talking about the wash, the chemical decon, Absolutely. the physical decon. But the very last thing that a lot of people leave out is a, a decon by abrasion, which is basically just taking your liquid abrasive in your pad and abrading the surface to, sh- to make sure you strip away any existing products, spent clear coat, spent product, got and got starting it. with a fresh surface that can bond. So, and that, and going back to the point like we talked about the other day, with some of these durable sealants that are on the market from the dealerships that are preloaded. Now, obviously, this is going to be more regional, knowing your market and what dealerships load these. But that might be the only thing that might be controversy in regards to that service because some of these sealants, traditional polymer Teflon sealants, are durable as heck. You could throw all kinds of chemicals at them and they still bounce back and bead. And you're like, damn, that's good stuff. But if you don't notice that and you go throwing whatever coating, whether it's solar or any other manufacturer on it, it's not gonna have integrity of bond. So now you're falling short and you've just shorted your customer and it's not your fault. You just didn't Ab- see it.
0: Absolutely. You gotta pay attention, man. You've got yeah. when you get done, if it's still if it's still repelling stuff. Then you gotta take you gotta go to plan the B.
3: Application was so easy. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, there yeah. was something on there already. Yeah, yeah. you, yeah. Gotta, you
0: gotta go to plan but B. To my
3: point, there's a what I, we have what's called a restore and seal service, and that basically sets people up for success to get their vehicle restored, the paint to health and luster. Right. And then we seal it and we use it, an entry-level ceramic. We actually use bulletproof from car products for yeah. that. And what that does been around
0: a long time, Great Bingo. Product.
3: And yep. I know I'm gonna eat easy eight to twelve months out of that, right? Yeah. yeah. The other thing it does is it sets me up for success for up sales. Because now I could sell them on a 15 month formula or 24 month formula. The only thing I did was change the bottle and my profit.
1: That's it. All right, we'll start here. Go. Our big ones are we have a similar package called a Restore Exterior, and that's a full decon wash and a one step uh, with an all one like Playmaker and restores the shine. It's really popular because the car looks awesome when it's done. Doesn't leave a ton of protection, you know, six months or so on there. And then our, our most popular package, aside from just in and out details, would be our one step with a five year. And we've priced it so that the three year is less attractive because the five year is just as easy to put on um, using Legend, throw it on there, and it looks awesome. And we can just make a couple hundred dollars more and kind of push that customer to use the best product out there. We still get a couple of the three years, but I'd say it's probably four to one.
0: Well, and and, and again, you know, it's 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 going to be client specific and then climate specific, and so. Rick?
2: Uh, so in that field, what's kind of working for us right now is actually scheduling in details and then upselling them on the entry-level ceramic coating. So we're, that, that is actually a really nice bump. You know, that's a, that's a $300 bump on each detail we do. And so that's really been working for us. That's an easy sell if you've got your technique down at all. Uh, the other thing that's really selling for us now is new cars with no correction, coating them. Because pe- people are jumping all over that, we give them the price points, you know, with no correction, and then I say, "This is, you know, another five hundred bucks for correction." People are going for it with these, especially the new cars, like Josh over here, um, you know, with no paint correction, and they're just ecstatic. They're still super happy. So, you know, I think sometimes as a detailer, you got to get out of your own way because we all want to hey, be perfection. It's like, hey, oh God, I can't, hey, I can't, I can't sell this without polishing it, but. If you got a happy customer and you're making money, then my, good. my Go to the truck
0: bank. looked so amazing when I was done. I and I'd ask people, I'd ask detailers, "Hey, is that corrected?" And from, you know, 5, to 10 feet back, they're like, "Yeah, man, did a nice job." And I, was like, I didn't touch a polisher that thing.
2: Yeah, dude, it's coated. We coded, we, we did we did the same thing with my yeah, truck. Yeah, I, ask Marvin. He yeah. he did it. He it's, they coated. me. like, oh, this is gonna take two days to polish this thing. Yeah. out. so I'm just like, like no coding. interest. Yeah, we we, we, no we bead maker every time it's washed. It looks fantastic.
0: So you know. Let me ask you this. So we asked this going into that, right off that. So we'll get you kind of answered it already. Is there a market for not coating, not not correcting cars? Is there a market? Is are I think a lot of technicians, a lot of craftsmen look at this and they're addicted to that shine and they have to correct. But is there a place out there where you don't correct a car and you coat it?
4: There's going to have to be. I mean, with the amount of paint that's on these new cars, oh, there, there you go. You're not going to be able to do corrections. Yeah,
0: you know we mean? were talking about that yesterday, Down, I mean, you, 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 you take and measure this paint in the mills. Diane's brand new vehicle, in the twos. Yeah, you know, I mean, in the twos.
4: Yep, we and see so it all the time. With that's the Mazda's a great point. And-
0: yeah, and that's what Diane's got. She now here's an amazing thing. This is crazy. When she bought her car, they had three of the identical cars. <laughs> she took the paint gauge down with her. And she got the car, how she selected which one, all the same. One had one mil of paint more on it. I told her that's because it was it was painted on a Wednesday. You know, the other one, the other two were painted on a Monday or Friday. But it's crazy because the other two, one of them had 2.1 as an average. There is no paint system on there. And so that's a great point. There is.
1: Yeah, we're doing you know, new car prep, as everyone said, that wash plate coat works well. We're also finding on older enthusiast vehicles that really don't have a lot of paint left as well. I can't really correct them down too much. So maybe I'm doing a light one step at best. But some of these cars are just they want to preserve the original paint. There's not much left clear coat starting to go. We did not do a lot of old Porsches at our shop. So they're coming in wash, clay coat, and you can protect. We just had a gentleman who bought back his late father's old Porsche and there just wasn't much we could do to it. Wow. Um, So we protected that, preserved the original paint that was on his father's car. Thirty years ago. That's cool.
0: So we got your answer already, Justin, the pad guy, the perfectionist guy. The I mean, you are. What I mean, what's what, what's your brand name? Reflection artist. Reflection artist. So can reflection artist take and put a coating on an corrected car? Oh,
3: yes. He's choking on that and one. No. <laughs> yes and no. So, okay. So yes, because you know, at the end of the day, clean, shiny, and protected, right?
4: And that protected. hasn't changed
3: since the 80s and 90s yeah. with wash and wax or wash, yeah. clay, and wax. And so what's the difference between the wash, clay, and coat, right? There's not much. You're, you're, you're clean, shiny, and protected. You're still doing justice to your to the customer's vehicle by preservation Absolutely. and enhancement, right, and the prettiness, the, the pep and the step. I got the the cars cleaned up for the weekend. But I still firmly, firmly believe that the last step of decon is by not polishing to correct but polishing to clean the paint you still have to have that one last step of at least buzzing it down just to clean the paint with a good pad from Buff and Shine and then, of course, a good mild (laughs) abrasive. And that's something that you won't take away or or compromise the thickness of the paint. You'll just basically bring up the health of the paint system by removing any spent product and then having that full integrity of bond, getting it surgically clean.
0: I like that. All right. Hey, last question. We're going to go into this. Is that uh, what other coatings? Are out there that are add-on. We we spoke about. You go to restaurants. You go to other company. You go to uh, if you go get a a, a a nice suit made. What are they going to outfit with you? They're going to take a one a fit you for shirts. They're going to want to fit you for ties, handkerchief, socks. Uh, my tailor that's uh, in Riverside, California, small tailor shop. I walk out of there. I've got everything that matches, and it's add-on, sir. He probably makes as much off of the all the accessories. he does off the suit and i think we've got to really get that mentality that every car that comes into your shop has got an opportunity to, to be more than a one item buy it's a more than a one on my item purchase so we'll start back where we started at the beginning we'll go right down the line justin hey
3: It's an easy one. I mean, you got glass, you got trim, you got rims, you got so many other surfaces that you could do as an add on. And I'm not a bundle person. I do not like the bundle idea. I just feel like there's no there's not enough margin there because if you have your right pricing that you've monitored that you know your margin at and you could add to that, then you're going to be more profitable. But as soon as you make that a bundle, you start to lose profit immediately because you don't give the opportunity whether they wanted it or not. So all those add-ons are, are necessary to be more profitable.
0: Now, your shop, and I know you guys are the same, and I know, let's see what this is going to be. It's not just coatings. You, I mean, it's PPF. Window uh,
3: tent. Window tent. PPF. Yeah. Uh, full detail supply storefront, selling water by the gallon. So then you become a lo- a, a, a local hub to the professionals and the consumers. That's, that's awesome. Rick? um yeah to go off what
2: you just said you know being a, a storefront i know Josh has a storefront too man that that's a great deal because every car we detail or coat uh you know we're easily able to well you're going to want this to help preserve it and, and we pretty much almost have a little package we add on to the bill already and say this is your maintenance package as that goes with it occasionally we'll throw that in but most of the time uh we're charging for that uh and so yeah that is a, that is a great add-on and like you said i do ppf also and so those are by far my best tickets if we can get a full new car paint correction add a full front clip ppf yeah you're in the you know the three four four thousand dollar care category on a car that takes three days you know two days maybe if you're doing good and that so so yeah those add-ons and also just we've kind of went over all the different parts of the cars but if you want an extra big add-on you can pull the wheels and do the wheel barrels and the the brake calipers and all these extra little parts any anything you can think of that adds value uh to the customer and stuff and you got to know the customer you're talking to as far as what to sell them you know well, so
0: we learned a long time ago show them the whole menu let them see you might absolutely they might walk in the door and you might not think they have two dimes to rub together but yet they do and so show them the whole menu so that's where you sell up to
3: sell down. That, put the put the five thousand dollar detail on the menu amen. just to be like you could be here, yeah, but you don't want to be. Yeah, so we're going to work you back down. We used to, to have, where we want you to be.
0: We used to have a hood uh, at our our Texas office and our Idaho office, and it was it was we had it PPF. Um, well, the, back in the day, it was clear bra, but we had the hood corrected, and it was nothing done to it. Stage one, stage two, stage three, and then a full sand and correction. And everybody you go wow, I want that. How much is that for my car? And I was like, $5,200. Okay, I want that one. How much is that one? You know, And it was a great way to kind of determine. The other thing, if people's car looks trash, why are you going to take them all the way over here if it's a daily driver, when in two weeks, it's going to look back down into one of those? You got to realize that. Tucker?
1: Good one for us. Uh, the PPF upsell is awesome when you can get it. Now it's our packages start over $2,000 for the add on. So it's not everyone that's buying that. But if you don't offer it, you're never going to get it. Um, Interior coatings on new vehicles have been really popular. They come in. I want to protect my paint. And then I hit them with, well, have you thought about protecting your interior or glass? And always offer every single add on that you have. And I I just do it in casual passing. Okay, so we've decided we want to do the five year coating. We also offer things like wheels, glass, interior coatings. Does any of that sound interesting to you? And just open the door to let them sell themselves.
0: I love it. And I, I think that's a great way to look at it. Josh? Yeah.
4: So Rick and I, are we should be brothers, man. I mean, our businesses are about the same, I think. Uh, you know, storefront, PPF, tent, we, we do pretty good with that.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, guys. Well, hey, uh, I appreciate this. Hey, Chris, give me a deck of those cards real quick. So those that haven't seen this, this is a deck of cards we had made. Uh, for SEMA here. What we're doing is SEMA's got a great, a great program called SEMA Cares. And so for every $10 donation, we'll get one of these. The donation goes 100% to SEMA Cares, and it's all about the kids. And so if you want to get a deck of cards, uh, they're limited. They're never the same. Uh, Come on over, grab it. We love to do that. Also, we've got a little party tonight uh, over at the place. Uh, It's an old town little party, a few hundred of our best friends. It's not our party. It's your party. It's all of us going to party. And so uh, we want to thank you guys. Uh, guys, thank you so much for coming in. We hope this was beneficial. Uh, cool to be back at SEMA, huh?
1: Very, very cool very to be back. Very cool. Yeah,
2: thank you, for, thank you for having us. This, you has, been, this has been thank fun.
0: Thank you. All right, guys. Hey, uh, ready to go live from SEMA. Uh, we sure appreciate it. Thanks for watching. Make sure to make comments here. Smash that like button. Uh, make sure to share it. If you dig what you're seeing, come by and see us at the booth. And, uh, again, tomorrow at one o'clock is what's the topic for tomorrow for being in. Is it, is it add on sales tomorrow? Is that Thursday? That's third. Yeah. Tomorrow's Thursday. I think it's add on sales. I so, think it was add on. Yeah. I think it's add on, add on items. So aftermarket add on items. So, all right, guys, take care. We'll, uh, we'll see you. Come by and say hi, get a deck of cards, help the kids out. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the Renny Doyle podcast. Brought to you by Detailing Success and PNS Double Black. Listen to new episodes weekly and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts,
2: Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to share with your friends and colleagues.